0: So that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to his beloved man.
1: Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him. I love this particular message. Actually, I had, I was putting together something totally different to teach today and uh, I felt that the Holy Spirit changed my message and I know when the Holy Spirit does stuff like that, I know that there is someone out there that this message is for them. And I know that the Holy Spirit is mindful, and He is a lover of our soul, and He wants to see none of us perish, and He desires to have communion, with you and i so that we can get to know the father our lord jesus christ so that uh, and our uh, the holy spirit can guide us into all truth about god about our lord jesus about ourselves as we look deep into the word of god and get a glimpse as to see who we are in Christ, and what he did for us, and the beauty that is you and I. And um, this message is for all of my my brothers and sisters. Uh, I was a part of that gang. We call ourselves the backsliders, if you will. Many of us have been born again, we have been, we were born again as kids, we grew up in the church, and uh, we are now, as we grew in the church, we uh, pursued other things, uh, other religions, if you will, other beliefs, and we got involved in all kinds of different things out there. Uh, the list goes on, and there's so many of the different ways by which we get distracted and walk away from our relationship with our Father. And we've done so much that uh, the enemy uses that and say, God is not, um, I mean, that you're not worthy to come back to God. But I want to uh, clarify some things for you. The Bible says that anything that is not of faith is sin. So you and I, we kind of look at our our life and we have done all kinds of stuff. Many of us have gone into sexual sins. Many of us have gone into all kinds of other stuff, witchcrafts, all of it, but I want to qualify something for you. The scripture says anything that is not of faith is sin, so whatever you and I got involved in, it was not of faith, and the action of whatever it is and, and, uh, that has caught you, um, it is out of sin and once it's out of uh i mean out of uh, uh, faith it is sin so we quantify sin in our mind as you know this is bad this is worse and and all that type of stuff but sin is sin faithlessness is sin and God says he is um, that that is the root of, is that's it right there that anything outside of faith is sin so let's take a look at our text today, Acts chapter 3, verse is 19. And again, this is for my brothers and sisters. I ran from God for many years. And let me tell you my story. I was a uh, pastor, I had a congregation, and my wife and I went through a divorce. And I felt that after that, I would not, how can I even teach? And so I walked away from God. And I told God that I would be the best sinner he's ever seen on this planet. And so I pursued that avenue. And I proceeded to do everything in my mind to become this bad person that uh, would be represented on this planet. And so God entertained my madness. And for many years, I was running all over the place. But the Holy Spirit was there all the time. I knew him. I was familiar with him, even though when I was Drinking, getting high, involved in all kinds of sexual uh, things and so forth. He was still there. And um, he did not give up on me, even though I had given up on me. And Jesus gave us an example of this shepherd coming after that lost sheep. And so this is who God is. I mean, that's his character. And so you may be a lost sheep or you may not have been ever been born again. But this is for you to show you guys that he loves you. And that he cares about you and that he wants you to come back and he is waiting because the scripture tells us he says come come. That invitation is not a, um, it's a standing invitation. Uh, Jesus Christ and God the Father has given you and I a standard um, invitation. The Scripture said, for God so loved the world that whosoever. So that whosoever, if you're a part of that whosoever, there's a standing invitation for you to come to him and the Holy Spirit will guide you because the Bible tells us that that's what he does. He guides you and I into all truth. And the truth that is, that is out there, is that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I know many of you had experienced Him. The Bible tells us that it's even worse for us that have experienced Him and turned against Him and so forth. But God still loves us and He cleanses us. The Scripture tells us in Acts chapter 3.19, Repent, therefore, and return, that your sins may be wiped away. In order, this is the reason why God wants to wipe away your sins. And many of you don't understand the mind of the Father. We're doing a study on the will of God. I suggest you guys follow that, because when you when you get an insight into that, uh, the will of God, that when we do the will of God, our, our our life on this planet. Jesus said, "My life is to do the will of the Father." Whatever I see him do, that's what I do. So uh, you and I, when we do that and we are in the will of the Father, a lot of things happen on our behalf, even though things are hard and so forth. But we are called to be in his will and follow that. But when we are away from his will, we are in sin. If you are not having a, uh, an illicit affair, all that stuff, but you are doing your life and you are living a life lacking of uh, faith, in God and so forth you're in a, um, a life of sin. So he says he says to us that standing invitation, I repent therefore and return, that your sins may be wiped away, in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So he has some stuff for you, for the Bible tells us in Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven. For I know the plans I have for you declare the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So he has some plans for you, but your lifestyle is keeping you out of those plans. And so he invites you, he says, come on and repent and return to God. So if we are returning to God, that means that we have left that relationship So he's calling us back to that relationship that we will come back so that in order that the refreshing may be coming, his blessing, those plans that he has to bless us will come in to uh, fruition, let's turn to Psalms chapter 19, verses 12. It says, Who can discern his own error? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. And another thing, God, keep your servant also from willful sin. May they not rule over me. And so this is why sin comes. The Bible tells us in Genesis when God went through, uh Cain, He it says it's not sin crouching at your door. And so that sin is crouching there to master you, to have dominion over you. And in fact, it seems like it does. And it did for me, Where You just kept doing it and you can't seem to come out of it. And so the psalmist also was in that space. And he said, who can discern his own error? Cleanse me from my hidden faults. This is not the stuff that is just between you and you and you, but God is there and he knows it too. So these hidden faults that are there, keep your servant also from willful sin. So you and I, are caught up into this thing because why we have given it rule over us it has been uh, it has taken control of us but the bible tells us that uh, then i will be blameless and cleansed of great transgression so if god does this you are cleansed but the cry is that we be cleansed from this willful sin that is ruling over us let's take a look at um, hebrews chapter 12 it says therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witness to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that is, slow, that is slowing us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. So you and I got a sin that is easily tripping us up, and we are bound to it. We are in servitude to this particular sin. But I want to encourage you guys that God is greater than that sin that you're caught in. And what he's asking for you is to repent, therefore, and return. That is your responsibility. And when you repent and return, the Bible says a couple of things happen. It says that our sins may be wiped away in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So he is calling you and I to repent. And once we get into that space of repenting and coming to God, because it tells us in 1st John, if we confess our sins, that he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So when you are in that space to repent and return, that's that place where you get desperate. You're crying unto God. It's dark there. And you want back. You want back so bad. And, but this thing is just holding you down. And, uh, you are in bondage, as I mentioned. You need deliverance out of that. And so the the Holy Spirit that we serve, the Bible tells us that uh, He will lead us into all truth. And you call on the Holy Spirit to guide you as to how do I get out of this? What is it that I need to do, Holy Spirit? Take me, lead me to it so that I can get my deliverance and take back my ownership of myself, so that this thing is not, um, that the rule over me is broken. We can fall on our knees, the blood of Jesus. We have the blood of Jesus. We have the name of Jesus. We have the word of God. The Bible tells us that these weapons of our warfare are mighty. They're not carnal carnal at all. They are mighty. So these weapons that we have at our disposal of the Holy Spirit, Who's here also um, to to uh, redeem us and to to uh, speak to us and strengthen us and all of these things? Those are at our disposal, but he needs something. He needs our to be repent and return. Now, repenting piece of it means that you've come to your end of the end of the end, and you've been trying to see if you can do it. But I want to encourage all of my brothers and sisters when you repent, when you fall on your knees, when you are broken. When you have no place to go, you're crying so hard that the snot is all over the place. You are, you see yourself where the enemy had set a trap where, uh, maybe, uh, demons were there and you sense the presence of the Holy Spirit. All of these things, he's keeping an eye on you because he does not want that sin to, and those demons to come and rule over you because You are a child of God, even though you may be a rebellious child and you're you're in sin, uh, that which is not of faith is sin. So you are not in the will of God the Father, and the Holy Spirit wants to bring you there to the space that you are now in the will of the Father. And that space that you are in the will of the Father is repent, therefore, and return because he said so. And so we know then that the will of the Father is that you and I repent and return. And when we do that, we are actually in the will of the Father. It may not look so because it's you feel dirty and you feel all of those things, the shame and all the things that you are carrying with you but you are in the will of the Father when you get to that space to repent and return, because he said repent and return. So we know that because he said that, and when we are obedient to that, we are actually in the will of the Father. Now, when we are in that space, there's a couple of things that will begin to happen to you, because we know that That the enemy is watching you and I, and he doesn't want you to return to God because he knows that when you realize who you are in Jesus Christ, you're going to turn on him. So he doesn't want you to turn to God. And so he's going to do everything in his power to change your life. Now, that repent and therefore return, he knows that when you're in that space, that you are in the perfect will of the Father, and when you are there in the will of the Father, and you're guided and, and engulfed by the Holy Spirit, and you are there with God's anointing and all that stuff that is around you to break the yoke, because the Bible tells us that that's what is there, man, you can feel it, you know it, you, you cry to God, He will come, because it says, come, that standing invitation is always there. And he says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful. Why? Because he's been waiting. He said, um, I need you to uh, repent and return that your sin may be wiped away. So he's waiting for you to do that. And he says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to wipe it away. And so he is waiting for that for you and I. So I'm asking you to get into the will of the Father by repenting and returning. And because he is waiting, if we confess he is faithful, he's waiting to forgive us, number one, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So he's waiting for you guys. So now when you get to that space, you need to understand a couple of things. That when you make that confession according to First John 1, 19, something happened to you. Therefore, if any man in Christ he is a new creature, the old has passed away. Behold, uh, a new has come. Something new is going on. And that this space right here, guys, I want to bring something to your attention because the enemy knows that you still have this thing called your mind, your memory. And he is going to come now and try, not try, he's going to remind you of all of the actions that you did while you were in Rebellion against God, and so He's going to try and use that to take you out of the will of the Father. So once you have repented and you have uh, returned and you have confessed and all of these things, you are in the will of God. You are not perfect, and stop trying to be perfect. You know the Bible tells us that we ought to be perfect, but you. At this state, you're damaged, you're broken, you're traumatized, and God is going to have to work on you guys. And so you are not perfect at that state. Now, growth is moving forward, and sometimes we step back and so forth. But God says in the Scripture, the righteous man stumbles a lot. (laughs) Many are the afflictions. I mean, he stumbles a lot. Why? Because we are navigating With our will and God's will, and sometimes when we when we step out of our um, step and walk and do things in our will, we fall away from God and we step out of His will. So we see that the enemy is going to come, and he is going to harass you with your memory. He's going to attack you right there, and he's going to be doing this for a long time and he, even after you get your deliverance many years down the road he's going to bring it back again and again because it's a part of you you have memory there but i want to encourage you as to what to use and how to use your memory when he comes to you for the bible tells us in isaiah 43:18 remember not the former things nor consider the things of old, the things now, these are the things that you did. You remember those things that you and I did when we were out of faith, when we were living the life, if you will, And God is saying to us and according to isaiah forty three eighteen remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. So the Holy Spirit is saying and trying to guide you and I. That we know that the, the the enemy is going to come and because that part is there with you. And now what God is saying, he doesn't want you to remember those things, those habits, those bad things and those things that you did through and from the flesh and your soul. He doesn't want that. He wants you to remember certain things. Let me take you and show you Ephesians chapter 2, 12. It says, remember that you are um, at times separated from Christ. You're going to remember that. Uh, alienated from the commonwealth of the body of Christ. Yeah, remember, you know, we were there. Uh, from the covenant of promise that God has for us. Having no hope and without God in the world. Remember that? That's where you got saved from. That's where you got Hold from. And so God wants you to remember your separation in the sense that, wow, that sin, the thought that Satan bringing over and over, kept me separated out from Christ. And when you start looking at that, and you look at Christ and you realize, I don't want to be separated from Christ. Use those thoughts against the enemy when he comes, and I guarantee you he's going to stop because you're going to use those thoughts now to remind you of how you were separated from Christ. And you're going to fall on your face. So the Bible tells us that when we worship God, when we, um, it said that the will of the Father, okay, is that in all things that we give thanks and praise. So when you are in that state and the enemy is coming in and bringing all these thoughts to you, I want to tell you that you can get into the will of God really quick by thanking God for bringing you out as what Ephesians says. Remember that you were at times separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenant of the promise, having no hope and without God in the world. remember that? And you want to thank God that you are no longer that. What happened? You are now a part of the body of Christ. You have been restored. You have repented and you have returned. And Isaiah tells us that um, the reason why God wants you to uh, once he comes and he restore and uh, you re- repent and restore that your sin may be um, wiped away in order that the times of refreshing will come to you from God. Isaiah tells us what that looks like and why he's doing that. Isaiah, remember not remember not the former things, nor consider the things of hope. Behold, look guys, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Why? Because return, wipe away, in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of God. That's what the type uh, uh, kind of refreshing looks like. He says, I'm going to do a new thing. Don't worry about that lifestyle that you had because the enemy is going to come and, um, activate your thoughts. He says, don't, don't worry about that. He says, um, don't focus on that. Um, you know, Deuteronomy five fifty says, you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Yeah, I remember when I was a slave to that and that the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Remember that day when God delivered you. And you repented and you returned that your sin may be wiped away. You remember that day? That is the day that God began to start doing a new thing in your life. And so you cannot allow the thoughts now that the enemy will. I mean, that's his personality. That's all he knows how to do, you know? He will come and try and inundate your thoughts with that stuff. Or remember, Psalm said, Psalm 77, 11 says, I will remember the deed of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. Remember the day when you went on your knees, when you had your snot all over the place. Remember that day when you repented and you returned. Remember that day and bring it afresh in your life. And remember that that was the day that God started to do that new thing in your life. It says, Behold in Isaiah, I am doing a new thing. Um it spring forth do not do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness. This is God. He is doing this new thing in your life. And don't allow the enemy's thought The fact that he's bringing all these thoughts in your life. Don't allow it because he will does it, do it. That's his personality. He cannot help himself. It's going to come and come and come over and over and over to you. And the purpose of it is to get you out of faith. And as I said to you, when he brings those thoughts to you, put yourself in the will of God. What is the will of God? The will of God is for you to worship him in all your troubles, in all your situations in all the everything that you are in you are to worship God and not to worry about anything else and Bring to your forefront of your thoughts as the enemy is bringing all of these things. Bring to the forefront of your thoughts where you remember when you came and you repent and return. You know, I think it's in First Thessalonians 5.18 it says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So when he brings up all those thoughts on which he should and he will, uh, you want to make sure that you're able in that mess to remember to get into the will of God and you do that by begin to be thankful for what? Thankful for that God was able and willing and faithful. The scripture says that when we confess our sins, that God is faithful, all right, to um, uh, and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Repent, therefore, and return, that your sin may be wiped away. In order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Why, as I mentioned, I started with you because I know I have plans for you. Declare the Lord plans to prosper for you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. I got plans, but I need you to do a couple of things for me. And So as he uh, begins to deliver you out from the sin that you and I had ruling over us um, as the Holy Spirit breaks that from you. And in some cases it's dramatic where it is pronounced and you know it and you're able to move forward. I've known people that were uh, uh, just trapped by by all kinds of uh, sexual sins and and all other stuff, and it was pronounced. They got delivered instantaneously. And those, uh, they have some also that it took uh time to do that now that is you that's how it's done on an individual basis between you and God but the purpose whether it's instantaneously or progressive it is still uh, deliverance and you are victorious over it so many of you will want to stress and stress yourself out but God says no he says don't do that he says "I I am performing the work in you and you are going to be okay it tells us that in um uh, the scriptures that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his uh purposes. So I want to encourage you guys, because I know what it is to turn your back on God and um, walk away from him for a season because you think you're bad, and that the walk back and coming back into his presence, how much the enemy uses what we did uh, to keep us in bondage, but I want to tell you that God loves you and he requires just a very few things from us It's not so much. He requires that we repent and return and once we do that He said he will take up the rest from there He says that our sins that when we do those two things repent and return and then confesses He says if we confess the returning has to do with the confession of our sins that this God is a faithful God, and he's a just God. The Scripture tells us that God is a God of justice. He's a God of just, he's a just God. Great is thy faithfulness. We know about his faithfulness and his justice. He said he will forgive us of our sins, and he will cleanse us, as he says. You Then your sins may be wiped away in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So God wants to give you some stuff. It is our uh, lifestyle where we are uh, living out of faith. But when we repent, you're putting back, you're coming back into your faithfulness with God when you repent and you return. And so don't allow the enemy to try to quantify your sins in, in your mind to make you think that because you're involved in this and that, that it is too big for God. Um, the Bible tells us nothing is impossible. Nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible for God. So don't tell him stuff that it's whatever is impossible. No, God says with man it's it's impossible. With me it's, it's possible. And even the type of man, because the Bible tells us, and I did a study on that, that the believing man, all things are possible to the believing man. So when you believe and get back into faith, when you believe in your repentance and returning, you believe that God is there. You are a believing man. And that man, the Bible tells us, all things are possible for that man. And so when you and I come and place ourselves into the repentant uh, uh, mind state and we confess and return to God, he is there waiting for you and I. And so as I mentioned to you, the enemy is going to come. But when you and I do that, the Bible tells us that God said that he will take our sins and wipe it away. It tells us in, I think it was Isaiah, he says, I am who blots out your transgression for my sake. So God can't look at that. He can't look at sin. And so he, for his sake, why? Because he wants to be, um he, he has some stuff from the throne and so from his presence. So he wants to make sure that he can look at you and you can look at him. And he says, he will blot out your transgression for his own sake. And I will not remember your sins no more. So if God has chosen not to remember your sins, the enemy did not choose not to remember your sins. He wants to bring it to you all the time. God was the one that chose not to remember your sin. The enemy did not make that commitment to you. And because he didn't make that commitment to you, you ought not to be listening to him when he brings those thoughts into your life. The Bible tells us that you then start to bring the uh, the word of God into the situation because that is one of the tools that God has given to us. We are a new creation. God has chosen to forget all of the things that we did so that we can, in because of his namesake, he tells us, that he will do that so that we don't have to worry about him remembering any of our sins. They are not in his mind, it is not in his memories. It is in the enemies, and he will make sure that he brings it to you. But when you go to God and you think God remembers something, he did not remember it because he chose not to remember it. He choose so that he can see you to wipe it all away so that you can come and receive refreshing uh, refreshing, uh, from the presence of God Almighty. Don't allow the enemy to make you think that God is something that he's not. And that is how he traps you and I in um, staying away from the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. That Bible tells us that we walk by faith and not by sight. So don't worry about these people. When they come, you have to understand that sin, anything that is out of faith is sin. And I know what he does because he did it to me. You can't go back to God after you've done that. And I know all of that, right? But we have a God who tells us to come, the standing invitation. We have a, a God to tell us what to do when we come repent and return. And then when we do that, we have a God that says, I um, will wipe away your sin. I will blot out your sin. I will not remember your sin. I will toss that in, in a sea of forgetfulness. And I will, um, there is some stuff at my throne it says uh, that the time of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So there's some stuff I have for you, and I want to give it to you. And I need you to come and repent so that I can begin to show you who I am and who you are in me, that we may grow together, learn to love each other so that we can change this world and, and invite people to come to get to know our Father. So this is for my uh, message to is to my brothers and sisters in Christ who are a part of that famous club that is called the backsliders. And I want to tell you that there is a way by which God has provided for you and I to return to him so that we can be called in a walk as the sons of God and not as a rebellious child. And that is in uh, Acts chapter 3. That tells us that we ought to be repent and that we ought to uh, return, that our sins may be wiped away in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of our Lord. The Bible says "The just shall live by faith, you walk by faith, and not by sight.
0: Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe, and if you can,